0: Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Joining me today is Samuel Donner, and we're going to talk about four-minute podcast episode drops, as in that's a new thing in marketing, four minutes. Uh, I know our attention spans are shrinking, but uh, very interested in what he has to say about this and how, you know, that is moving the needle for for us marketers and some of us salespeople. So Samuel, welcome to the show. And do you go by Sam or Samuel?
1: Yeah, Sam is fine. Uh, Yeah. Hello. Hello, uh, Mark's audience.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Can you give us a little bit of a background of yourself uh, in a hundred words or less? Try to keep it to a hundred.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So I graduated uh, UCLA mechanical engineering a few years ago, realized I was kind of bored with it and started doing uh, production work, ended up getting a few clients after college and then grew out a team to 30 people. Uh, And now we produce our own podcast, Finding Founders, but we also make podcasts for uh, television and film, um, kind of like as an uh, indie IP game. Okay, and you have your own podcast, right? Yes, called Finding Founders.
0: And and what is that about? Just finding people that start businesses?
1: Yeah. So I mean, it started off uh, when I was when I was a uh, studying mechanical engineering. I uh, was applying like to tons and tons of jobs and was literally getting no. Uh, callbacks and then I started doing some freelance work and I did some work with Netflix and realized I liked that more and then started to try to apply to full-time gigs for creative work uh, and just got nothing back and (laughs) at one point I'm like okay I'm using uh all these editing skills how can I apply it to a different medium and maybe actually secure an interview with some of these people that I wanted to work for uh and I initially just interviewed my roommate uh Tim Connors, who has, who had a cap and gown company, uh, edited that together and then uh, that next interview ended up being uh, with the founder of American Apparel. and then things kind of snowballed from there. and so we interview we started with uh, entrepreneurs in Los Angeles, but now we're doing series around the world. So uh, a couple weeks ago I was in Puerto Rico doing a series on Puerto Rican entrepreneurs. And delving into like a, a question on, on uh, that that came up when I was looking at Puerto Rico and saw that their entrepreneurial community grew a ton after the 2017 hurricanes, Hurricane Maria, um, and uh, and they have this burgeoning. Entrepreneurship fraternity post twenty seventeen. It's like much more vibrant than it was before the destruction. And so the question was like, how does destruction sow the seeds of opportunity and growth? And so now we're doing these series that uh, doing kind of close up looks at entrepreneurial communities uh, around the world.
0: Okay, well, wonderful. I mean, certainly there's a a lot of interest in that. And and how many episodes have you done so far?
1: Uh, We've done around eighty. So we started doing. It's uh so I started doing this like two years ago. Um, but uh was like splitting that between uh full-time work when I was working for some other companies and then in the beginning it was school. Um and uh and, but now for the past year, um we've been doing a, an episode every week.
0: Wow. Okay, wonderful. Uh and I know how difficult these can be to put together and to edit them and, and all the rest of that. So um you know I, I really admire people that do one a day i don't know how they do it they must not have any life what
1: yeah I, I can't imagine doing one a day one a week is uh enough for us but we're what we're, we're we're also specializing in is like narrative audio um, so, like we put in music and sound effects and voiceover. We have this whole six week production process that goes to the whole team where we start from the, the research team and then going through uh, script writing and then going to the editing team, the music department, and yeah, uh, all, all the different. Full
0: production. Whereas, <laughs> you know, I'm just here uh, with the beginner's mind, just kind of winging it based on my interest. And I, you know, I yeah. just try to pull things out of people <laughs> as best I can. But you're, you've got a full
1: production going. Uh, we're trying. I mean, I wouldn't quite, quite say full, but we're definitely getting there. <laughs>
0: well, you're, if you're scripting it out, and you got music, and you got special effects, throughout it, you're doing a lot more than
1: I do. <laughs> we have the special effects not just sound effects we put in explosions too <laughs> it's a real 4d experience i you know, I,
0: I might even do a, a an episode like that where i put in all these special effects just to see if it's annoying or if it actually
1: just to <laughs> you gotta have like out. the buzzer like the burr, 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 <laughs> right after something <laughs> <is Sorry. said. laughs>
0: all right let, let's get to the heart of it so as you know i like to show people what others are doing that's innovative and unique and that works. I mean, most importantly, that it works. So, you know, I want to talk about this concept of a four-minute podcast episode drop. First of all, you know, if you're not doing podcasts, uh, you should really look into it. It's not for everybody. And frankly, I, I think if you can do video well, video probably pays off better, but there's a lot more expense when it comes to creating videos on YouTube. So, going back to podcast, this four minute podcast episode drop, what is it? Can you tell us what that means and what that looks like?
1: Yeah um, and just on the the podcasting up for everyone note um, I actually think it's like this very interesting uh, medium that 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 is more uh, what what podcast podcasting is at, at least how I see it is it's top of the funnel content. And so when you sit down and record, Uh, like a two hour podcast, you not only have, and and if you're recording video, you not only have that podcast, but then what you can do is you can distribute that content into uh, small videos that you can put to YouTube, you can attach graphics to that and make it even more engaging videos. You can even go lower down in the funnel and make them uh, small like Instagram videos or like bite-sized videos like TikTok, or you can even transcribe it and turn it into a podcast, or you can uh, take little pieces of that t- transcription and put it in, uh, in like a, as, as, a, as a tweet in Twitter. And so uh, I think uh, you're right in a sense that like, many times podcasts won't be the uh, thing that people will end up consuming but it can be a starting point in terms of content production so you can get all the people that are consuming content elsewhere um, and so that's how we're viewing it like we, we release uh, you know five pieces of content between LinkedIn Facebook Instagram each week and we have like a, a social um, media team that, that that puts all that together and so I think that top of, um, of the funnel, marketing is, or, or uh, content production uh, is, is where podcasts really shine. Why four minutes? But, but four minute podcasts, um, podcast drop. So I was talking to uh, the founder um, or the COO of Wondery, Jen um, Sargent. And Wondery is probably, I, I think it's like the, the fifth largest uh, podcast producer. Um, and and they've had tons of number one podcasts uh, throughout the last couple of years, uh, and they've gotten their distribution and and their their uh, launches for uh, podcast series down to a science. Um, and they've tried a, a bunch of different things. So uh, one of the classic uh, podcasts, like drops that people did in the early days of podcasts, is they would just. Uh, shout each other out, you know, at the beginning of the episode, like I, like I would say, Hey, uh, like if I was on on if if finding founders, like the old way to do it would be like, Hey, Mark is doing digital brand builder. You should go check out his podcast. Right. Um, and that worked fairly well coming from the host. Um, and then people, what they did is they, they uh, like in that original one, they would shout out the host and then just play the rest of the regular episodes. But then it evolved to saying, Hey, uh, you should go check out Mark's, uh, podcast. Let me play the full episode. And so that's like, that would what's called like an episode swap where you would play, um, uh, their episode on your feed and they'd play your episode on their feed. Um, and then it got to like, okay, they would listen to that whole episode, but did they have a reason to actually go to your feed and take the extra few seconds uh, to subscribe? And often they didn't. So uh, the next thing is like, Hey, can you um, post half that episode on uh, the feed? And and that would get people, but, but the, the uh, cutoff in terms of like the critical, I don't know, critical mass of people to actually, uh, get over to that other, other feed would drop significantly after the 15 minute mark. And so Wondery did this series of tests to see what does, uh, at what minute mark are, are people engaged enough, um, to, to have like a reason to jump over to another feed, uh, and, and check them out. Uh, like what, 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 like how much of the podcast do they have to listen to, to jump, make that jump. Um, and then how long is it until people, um, just fall off, and they found that four minutes is that sweet spot. Uh, if you can put four minutes of of a really engaging part of your podcast in someone else's feed, uh, there there is uh, the highest likelihood that people will jump over.
0: Hmm. I mean, what do you, I mean? Videos do that all the time, but uh, I guess without listening to these four minute podcasts, what's kind of a framework of how they're fitting things into? F- those four minutes introduce one problem and solve it quickly, or how, how does
1: it work? Um, so, I guess in in terms of format for those uh, four minute little like mini episodes, is you want to have uh, a hook within the first like twenty seconds. You want something uh, that gives a reason to keep listening. So, an unanswered question or a moment of, uh, I guess, in a narrative podcast, like for us, it's usually an, an unanswered question with stakes. So um, there, uh, for example, where there was this guy, Andrew Warner, that we interviewed a couple um, a couple weeks ago. His episode's coming out in two weeks. And he was um, losing $8 million, uh, uh, like, every couple months, um, for his company, he was in massive amounts of debt. And we put that, that's like comes to maybe towards the end of the episode. Um, we put that little clip at the front, but with the unanswered question, Hey, like we don't know what is going to happen next. Um, so that's really important to have that, that, that hook at the beginning. And then you have your intro that establishes who you are and what you're doing, um, that might be longer than maybe it is on your your regular feed for like your, your regular listeners on this four-minute one. You want it to be really fleshed out so people know what they're listening to and why. And then you have maybe the first couple minutes of your episode that, again, that ends on a question. So ends on a uh, a reason that people should continue listening.
0: Okay. And where, where, where would somebody get a listen as to these four minute episodes, maybe on your podcast and you're doing them now?
1: Yeah. So we actually usually do them on other people's feeds. So, I mean, we've actually tried all the, all the different, um, uh, all those different methods. So we're actually doing a four minute drop with this guy, Jim quick uh, in a week. So definitely check out his feed um, soon, but um, I'd say the, the best place to look at those is Wondery Wondery. will play those in the middle of their episodes. Um, those, those four minute clips at the end of their episodes, especially, um, I think Wondery really is the leader in, uh, in in creating those. Yeah, Wondery is 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 incredible with that. And they and they also, I, I think it works best. Um, it, it can work with any podcast, but when you have a certain narrative arc to your podcast, that can help a lot. And and I think you can create narrative arcs uh, in in talk show style podcasts as well. Um, it might be a little easier when are actually creating like that um, narrative, maybe like preemptively with a script like we do. Um, but really that narrative can be created with anyone. It just, it's just, maybe it takes a little bit of extra work.
0: Okay. So you're saying that this is the way to do the four minute episode is to build it within another episode or would, or would you recommend that they could do it outside of, or just independently of any other episode?
1: So to answer that question, um, well, I, I, and I'm not sure if this is exactly what you're answering, but I also want to address this, um, uh, in terms of, of giving, uh, in terms of where to place that, that four minute episode, you, you want to place it on someone else's podcast on someone else's, uh, uh, so, so you want to place it on someone else's podcast, but you want to also, uh, place it, uh, like integrate it into their content. So um, it would usually come uh, as a mid-roll on their podcast. Uh, so after they've listened. Why would they do that? I mean, for what, what benefit do they get? For us, uh, we have extremely high production value. So we're essentially making a documentary about these people, people's lives. Um, and we've gotten, <laughs> we've gotten feedback where like, our, like the people that we've talked to have cried listening to their episode um, Because it frames their life in such a way that makes them r- just reflect on all they have accomplished and how far they uh, have to go, and so obviously it, it's an easier ask when there's an emotional tie to that content. Um, but let's say you're you're making a different kind of content that maybe doesn't pull on the emotional heartstrings as much. the The other way to do that would just be to do a swap. So uh, you do it for me, and I do it for you, right? Um, and so that's probably the easiest way to get started. Uh, it, it, but for us, like we're able to reach these massive audiences really quickly with people with millions uh, of, of downloads because uh, of that, Of that, you know, toy, uh, pulling on the emotional heartstrings. But, you know, if you're just getting started, then what you would do is you would um, look at someone who has a similar audience size to you. Uh, podcasts are tricky because there's not much uh, like, like. Yeah, there's there's not much data on that. Um, so I would say that uh, you just look at reviews. Um, someone who has similar reviews to you. It's not a it's not a, a uh, an incredibly accurate proxy, but uh, it, it's kind of like the best one that I found.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the the key thing for me would be. Okay. Uh, I'm producing a four minute episode, and I want somebody else to embed it within their own episode. Well, that would be challenging. If somebody came to me unless it was incredibly valuable to my, to my audience. And then i would be thinking, why don't they just drop it within their own? Why are they dropping within mine unless they want to reach my audience, which I, okay. I well, that's what that. that,
1: that's the point is to reach your audience. Like this is a, this is a clip from a larger episode, um, uh, in which they, uh, like that entices them to jump audiences. And, ob- and what you would, what you're trying to do is you're trying to, uh, have the, that audience crossover.
0: Right. So there's obviously a call to action at the end of it, or the host comes on and says,
1: yeah. So the call to action should ideally come from the person hosting the podcast. So for example, uh, when we go on Jim quick's podcast in a couple, I think it's next week or so. Um, what he'll do is he'll record an intro saying, Hey, I just did a podcast with these guys. You should go check it out. Um, here's a four minute clip, right? And maybe it'll be a little bit longer than that. And then right after, he says, "Hey, if you want to listen to more, go to Finding Founders and and check out check out what they're we're putting together."
0: And then, uh, whatever it is that you're doing in those four minutes, does it relate to the actual episode of the podcast host?
1: So for us, it does. Yeah. Um, so like, we put Jim Quick's episode on the Jim Quick podcast. Um, so so
0: that, what Jim that, Quick talk about what does Jim Quick talk about?
1: So, I mean, he talks about, um, learning and, and, uh, and, and like, like brain, uh, improvement. And, uh, and so that's actually kind of like another part of our strategy is we've been targeting specifically entrepreneurs with a podcast. And so we know that when we tap into their audience, their audience is already primed for content that, uh, is like ours and that, that people, um, like, like we, we know that if they like what Jim quick's putting out, they're probably gonna like us too, uh, because we've already screened his, his audience um, or his his content uh, and made the decision, Hey, like this guy is similar to ours. So when we put together the episode on him uh, and they see, Hey, like there's this really interesting podcast that is like well-produced that is on this guy that we've been listening to for years. Then what they'll do is they'll listen to that four minute clip. They'll get the suggestion from Jim and then those listeners will jump over to our feed, subscribe to our podcast, and, uh, um, and, and, and start listening.
0: Okay. So yeah, I mean, you, you guys are doing a lot of work around that. And uh, obviously, it must be paying off. You wouldn't continue to do it.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely has been paying off.
0: <laughs> what are the benefits that you're getting as a result um, doing this? Because I know a lot of people are thinking the same thing I'm thinking is, yeah, I mean, high production value. Okay, it's got to relate to the the person's episode maybe the subject matter of of that episode so what am i going to get at the end of the day
1: yeah so i mean we've seen like 300 percent growth in the podcast going from just a couple thousand listens to like tens of thousands listens in a matter of a couple months since we started doing this strategy a couple months ago um and uh and like not only are like we we seeing those uh conversions in terms of like the actual listener numbers but we're getting a lot of emails uh, that are basically saying, "Hey, we love what you put together." Um, and uh, uh, like, like, I actually, I actually, we got, we got one um, from this guy uh, a couple of days ago, saying, "Like, hey, I appre- I'm actually just reading it off. Um, this was yesterday. Uh, I appreciate you asking on your episode. When is enough? Uh, when is it enough?" This is a guy from Andrew Warner's um, uh, uh, audience. Uh, also exploring the serendipity of creativity, talking about how Pixar failed and the evolution of user-generated go- content. Um, he was curious about like, what other, uh, uh, other, other things or other like, topics that like, we were going to explore. And he actually suggested some, some topics for future episodes. And so like we're engaging other people's audiences at a level where they'll actually write an email to us. uh, So it's been it's been uh, uh, very um, like like in terms of returns uh, the returns have been super high already.
0: So if if the returns have been super high, I mean, what would be? Are you gonna go into you know I don't know hyper hyper mode into producing these (laughs) things and and putting it all over you know wherever you can as long as it relates to what you're doing? I would assume.
1: Well. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to do one of these with every person we interview. Um, The past, like, when we have 10 or so in the queue right now, and the past 10 have been founders with podcasts, so we've been doubling down on this method. And I really think it's uh, one of the best methods you could do, but it doesn't necessarily have to be um, with founders, like if you're in the health and wellness space, um, talking about uh, health and wellness with that guest and then trying to piece together like like let's say you have a or you know let, let's just like use your podcast as an example um, if you have this uh, if, if you were specifically targeting other people who are talking about like digital brand you um, uh, uh, question. So, like for example, Chris Doe. If you have a conversation with Chris Doe, and you put together a really kick-ass four-minute little piece, and say, "Hey, Chris, like it was a pleasure talking to you. Do you mind if we put this um, this little four-minute episode in, like, you know, in your episode when when in a couple weeks?" Um, and he might do that if he sees enough value in it. Um, or if you could do that with someone maybe closer to your own audience size. I feel like it's not too hard of an ask, especially if you do it for someone else. And then now you're both growing your audiences.
0: Yeah. So growing your audiences. And then from that, once your audience has grown, you're upselling, cross-selling some things that you, you're you selling to entrepreneurs in? Where's the monetization? Uh-
1: so for me, the monetization actually comes from uh, TV IP. So uh, I'm almost using this as a biz dev tool. Um, uh, and uh, and I've like met a ton of people that are like, wow, I really enjoyed what you put together for me. Can you create this about this topic so I can sell it to TV? And so that's what I'm currently working on um, uh, right now is uh, is that is that project for TV. Um, and because like right now, uh, Podcast IP is is the is like the hottest IP for TV and and film. Um, what what like books were you know ten years ago um, is, is what podcasts are now. So like we're having a bunch of uh, films and TV shows that are based on podcasts. I think one of the biggest examples right now um, recently was Homecoming, was a Gimlet podcast. They sold that. To Amazon and they made a couple series out of it um, for Amazon Prime. Uh, and so, and then Wondery's really double down, uh, doubling down on that model. Uh, they make most of the money not from the ad revenue, from the people that are listening to those podcasts, but they're making it because they're selling the IP to uh TV and film. So, like what essentially what this podcast is doing is it's a really cheap way to test whether an idea hits a market so they can produce uh this idea for pretty cheap but compare it compared comparatively to like what what tv would cost um and uh and then they're like hey like this so many people are listening to this podcast um we have proof of concept now let's make a show from it that we know could do well because we already have this big audience that's listening to this one podcast imagine what we could do if we uh put it in a more Widely consumed medium like TV.
0: Got it. Well, that's interesting. I'd, uh, I'm going to follow you guys and see what happens as a result. But for now, um, let's wrap things up, and we do so by asking two final questions. The first of which is, what's the hottest digital marketing technology that you're recommending these days?
1: Um, I'd say, I mean, specifically for uh, for podcast um, uh, advertisement. Uh, I'd say castbox, yeah. castbox is uh, is it, it's a platform. Um, but they also do really uh, they they do really well with ads. So they are one of the only podcast platforms that actively I think they, they something about their AI. Um, well, uh, updates in real time to whatever the listener is doing in that moment. And so they can like 10 times the amount of downloads, uh, you get for your dollar, as opposed to other, like, uh, other things that I tried, um, specifically I did overcast, uh, and like per, per dollar, I was, this, this is something that I actually tried out. I got 10 times, uh, the amount of downloads from Castbox. Than I did with Overcast with the same amount of money. Um, so Castbox does it really well. They have um, their 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 algorithm is just a lot better. Uh, it's it's a much smarter. Updates in real time to what the user is or how the user is interacting with their um, their podcast platform.
0: So obviously, uh, all podcast owners get it on. You know, put their podcast on Castbox, or is it automatically pulled? How do you, how do you get it up there?
1: So you don't necessarily have to host your podcast on CastBox to advertise on it. Um, you just have to reach out to one of like the representatives. And I think they also have an advertising portal on their website. Um, and that's how you can put an uh, ad on there. And it's really like you can just do a banner ad. Um, and uh, so all you need is a picture and a short description. And that, that, that will do it um, in terms of bringing listeners to your episode.
0: So when you're listening to CastBox, they say, let's just use mine, for example. They're very interested in digital marketing. And because of that, as long as I'm advertising with them, they'll show an ad for my podcast. And, and then that person's got the choice whether to check it out or not. Is that how it works?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they'll, they'll have a banner ad at the end of similar podcasts. And what they'll do is say like uh, they're advertising at the end of, of two podcasts that are similar to your own, uh, like podcast A and podcast B uh let's say like 10 people um like will click on your thing your your advertisement from podcast a and five will click from podcast b what it will do is because your ad on podcast a is performing better they will allocate more impressions to that specific uh podcast in real time and they'll constantly be updating it where they will uh, drive impressions based on where you're getting the most traffic or where you're sourcing the most traffic
0: got it. And a relatively inexpensive advertiser
1: uh well no <laughs> i mean i i like i it, 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 well kind of i it just depends on what your budget is like for for us um uh they had like a limit of, of fifteen hundred so a minimum of fifteen hundred to start um, but they're rolling out a a more uh uh i guess like Smaller round where you could try out like like a hundred or or so um, to to check out what it does. But um, initially, just for their early users, they're they're doing um, uh, the minimum is around fifteen hundred.
0: Okay, all right. Do you think that's worth it? I mean, what's the cost of acquisition there?
1: Um, We were getting for I think per dollar, I think we were getting ten listens, like five um, f- five, uh, five subs- subscriptions, something like that. So pretty high.
0: Yeah. It sounds like their targeting is dead on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well that was a long answer to question one, but I was very interested in Castbox Cause I've, I've heard, about <laughs> let's go to number two. Who's the most influential person in marketing today?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like this is a low hanging fruit answer, but I've been just following Gary Vee a lot. Um, I, I, I think what he's done in marketing has been incredible. And all, that's, uh, I've learned a lot from him in terms of that, that, that content funnel um, uh, uh, marketing and content model. Uh, the, the, uh, that, that, that idea where you have podcasts at the top and then you create little quick uh, um, form videos from that. Um, uh, I I learned a lot from him in terms of how to implement that strategy. Uh, So I I think he's really, really ahead of the curve with that. And he was super bullish on TikTok really early and that paid off well.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. So, all right, so let's wrap things up. Where can people find you? I mean, you can find your podcast, the Finding Founders podcast on like any major podcasting platform, of course. Uh, but how? Did, if somebody wanted to reach out to you uh, directly, how would they find you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can uh, uh, check us out on uh, Finding Founders podcast on Instagram. Um, you could just DM us there. You could also go to our website. You could email me at sam at um, Yeah, check out our website, findingfounders.co. You can see all of our uh, all of the stuff that we're up to. Um, we have a newsletter that you can subscribe to on that website. and we also do events uh, every so often with like live events with our founders on various topics. Our last one actually was on TikTok uh, uh, and that was an incredibly interesting thing to dive into. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where you can find us. So check us out on uh, all all the finding founders platforms.
0: All right. well, uh, Sam, that was a very interesting and and uh, educational um input on four minute podcast i had no idea where this is going it's very interesting how you're doing it and uh, i'm gonna give it a shot and if anyone wants to uh approach me and, and do some sort of trade uh you know i'd be <laughs> i mean i'm just curious as to how this would actually work so with that uh we're gonna wrap things up and uh, really appreciate you being on the show
1: awesome thank you so much for having me